yeah and i think this is just our reminder of like know your worth remember your worth like you know regardless of whether it be relationships red flags and jobs like this is something that you can carry with you like in every aspect of your life so Hmm. um All right. Hi, everybody. It's Pallavi. Hey, everyone. It's Sharon. And welcome back to another episode of China in Our 20s. Do a little check-in with yourself as we start this episode. How are you feeling? How has your week looked? What are you looking forward to for the remainder of your week? Um, and we'll get started. I do not know why. <laughs> I don't know why I was in that mood. Why am I suddenly NPR? I literally was like, as you were saying it, I was like, oh, like she is asking the audience. Okay, it's a reflective moment. She is not asking me. <laughs> I just, it's a Friday, you know. Well, okay, how about you? <laughs> how was your week? Uh, <laughs> uh, this week was, it was, it was, it was okay. We had like, that crazy hailstorm slash like freezing rain um, little occurrence that happened midweek. Uh, my friend texted me, do not leave your apartment. I said, say less. I didn't need a reason. I was like, okay. <laughs> We're staying indoors. Um, so other than that, we're we're chugging along, uh, moving along. I did a dance class this week, so that was Ooh, actually fun. What kind of dance? A little dance hall moment. Ooh. Um, yeah, so it was funny because I was listening to so the song that they were dancing, or like that the choreo- choreographer had chosen for that class. I was listening to that song all morning. And then I went on her like page just randomly and she was like, oh, this is the song that we're going to be teaching today. And I was like, is this a sign? And so like, yes, yes. <laughs> it is a sign. Because <laughs> at first I was like, I got confused because like I had my headphones in and I thought like, oh, it's just my Spotify going on replay again because I do this thing where I play the same song over and over. And then I was like, wait, this isn't Spotify. This is her Instagram. And I was like, wait, is she teaching this song tonight? And then that's when I was like. All right, looks like we're going to this class tonight. And so, did you fun. go by yourself with others? No, I dragged my one. Well, I mean, I, I did not need to drag her. I literally just texted her. I was like, "Hey, this is the song," and she was like, "Yeah, I say yes." <laughs> I so, love those friends. I because yeah. sometimes like you're intimidated to go experience things alone. Though there's like so much power in doing things alone, but every time I like ask someone, and usually somebody comes with me, I just like don't feel as motivated. Oh, absolutely, yeah. and it helps you exactly. Like, had that night been the night where the hailstorm was happening there's no way we would have gone so luckily the weather was okay too what an exciting week for you how about you what did you get up to this week good um it was a super chill week because we had to test on monday and then we started like a new block at school so it was kind of on the chiller side uh one of our friends mom's visiting from bc so we like had a night at her house um and then yesterday i did like an art thing like there's like this place on campus where you can come in and they have supplies and you do art uh so that was really fun and I dragged like I just like told everybody about it because I I feel I believe in like sharing events and things absolutely Um, because I just feel like there's so much joy in that like if you know something like just tell others so I just like told a bunch of people and just randomly sent the link so like a lot of people from my class came my best friend came so it was like a really wholesome moment and then my best friend and I went to watch a flamenco show in the city what um, yeah so like it was music like they didn't have the dance part but it, it was so good and like these people had to like come from Spain and they could like you could see them feeling the music like you Wait, know that's like really you cool go to a concert and you see performers but these were like genuine musicians so it was really fun I think like so much of our 20s is 
like having in our case, like again, a privileged perspective is to have the space to try all these new things and explore all these things and like put ourselves out there in this way. Like I feel like we could do that at any age, mind you, but again, like responsibilities differ where you are in terms of your work differs. So I just think like using that time and space to be creative and using that time and space to explore something new or go to a show, it's just like exciting to me and it pumps up your week. Like try an activity a week, I think is something I want to do. It heals like the inner child as well, right? Like I think even when I shared like this dance part, like someone else had reached out to me being like, oh my God, like where was this? Like, And then the thing with dance hall is obviously like you do use a lot of your hips. And for her, she was like, honestly, like I've just been through so much trauma that I'm like, it's so stiff for me. And like, this is such a way for me to like, you know, heal that inner child. And I was like, that's amazing. Never, you never realize how like sometimes like, and like what you said, right? Like the arts and there are certain things where it's like, there's so much trauma behind it, but like just being self-aware and being like, you know what? Like I can maybe heal this through dance. And I was like, I way. love that. And the whole concept of our thing was also healing and like art therapy type of thing. So I think it's cool. Like the, I don't know, like while we can, right? Like there might be a time that we can't, it's kind of like showing gratitude for what we do have. And here we are. Yeah. And today we have a very exciting episode. It's kind of like a sister episode to our last one. But before we get into it, Sharon, what are you sipping on? What am I sipping on? So actually I did transfer a new drink into this mug. Um, Today we had to stick to the regular degular uh, caffeine intake of just coffee, um, but it. ground coffee. So honestly, I have, we've been, boy- we've, ooh, we've been boycotting Starbucks. Fun fact, um, just an FYI, I don't know if you know this, but there is a way to get your money back from like the Starbucks app as well. If you have money, yeah, there is. Um, I will send you the link to that later because I have money on that too. And I was like, what am I going to do with this money? Um, okay, I'll get it back because like it was okay. So like I saw TikTok before the whole boycotting thing started like months ago that talked about how the money we put on our Starbucks app is basically like an unregulated bank, right? Because you're not really buying coffee with it when it's sitting in your account, but they have the money already. So it's like we were technically like not necessarily by buying a coffee, but like by using it as this like bank almost like unregulated bank by putting money on an app is really how they like can fund things. Because if you're buying coffee with it, then like supplies um the like people that are working like they all have to get paid from the coffee you buy but not necessarily from like the money you put on the app right and like obviously like if the money's on the app like chances are you're gonna buy the coffee with it eventually but it's kind of like when you put your money in the bank you're gonna use it eventually but a lot of banks actually use that money to like invest in different things right we don't even look into that but like the amount of banks that invest in like big oil like majority of canadians big banks like a lot of that money is going into like big oil so it's like it's really hard to live an ethical life in today's society absolutely uh but like for anyone listening also like i'm pretty sure all you have to do is you just there's something on the app where you like it's like a contact us but rather than chatting and messaging the only way to get a map is by calling them so you just have to call them yeah which is the annoying part i know everyone hates it but if you call them, give them your reason. People have just been honest and giving them their reason. You can say whatever you want um, and they will refund that money back to you. So just enough. Okay, that's good to know. I wonder if they're going to like change their policy. Yeah. Because of this. But okay. I love What that. are you sipping on? Um, so okay. I my friend brought me coffee in the morning. I love your like, friends. <laughs> well, she didn't show up to a thing that she was supposed to show up to, like the art thing yesterday. And then Aww. I just like didn't respond because I was like in the flamenco show. But it was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, I know how much you value that. Like, when people say they're going to show up to something, they show up. Like, for me, like, I never force people to show up to things. But if you say you're going to be there, you show up. That's just like a value I grew up with. 
like just don't flake don't be a flaky person like that's a red flag unless there's a legitimate reason (laughs) well yeah but most like you know you fell asleep like you were napping okay like that's like it wasn't a like there are legitimate reasons that you can miss things but it's like if people just like aren't (laughs) trying or people just don't care enough like that's not a good enough reason anyways that's besides the point so she got me an apology coffee this morning and i am a big fan of americanos um i love also like espresso poured over ice is something i've gotten into and then you let it melt a little because americanos i think have a little bit more of a water ratio than i like the point is she got me an americano but she sweetened it with maple syrup Ooh, i nice just put one brown sugar in my americanos hot or cold i like americano with one brown sugar sure and take notes in case you ever need to get me an apology coffee <laughs> but then um she put maple syrup and i really quite enjoyed that so that was my drink in the morning right now i'm drinking water because i can't keep happening. i'm drinking it's water so right now too that's so funny sorry i realized i didn't finish my train of thought was the fact that like i switched my coffee out for water um but I'm trying really hard not to laugh at the fact that you said take notes. <laughs> well, no, you know, I'm not. Just, never it's done. so funny. I showed like my best friend. She was like, what did you, why is she so scared? And I was like, I didn't say anything. I swear to God, I didn't, I didn't tell her to do this. Like she just feels like she has a standard to live up to, which is going to lead us right into our conversation today with our topic of red flags in our 20s. So last week, for those of you who haven't had the chance to listen yet, or if this is the first time that you've stumbled upon us, we talked about green flags in our 20s. And you could technically argue that a lot of the green flags we talked about could just be like flipped over and turned into red flags. And that's very true. But we wanted to kind of have this conversation and talk more deeply about red flags that we notice in other people in relationships, but also ourselves. Because, you know, this is like last week, we were just kind of Popping off. Men. Yes. Yeah. But like, honestly, you do it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> All the things that you do. So um, today I was thinking that we could go over a list that I found online, okay. um, but then also chime in with our own experiences. I already kind of mentioned one about like, you know, committing to something and not being flaky. Yeah. Um, but let's go down this list. And Sharon, you let me know if you also think that this is a red flag. Okay. I'm ready. Any starting words though? Like, what are your general thoughts on red flags? Um, uh, the only thing, okay, if I were to tie it into China or 20s, I would say is that I definitely had a lower tolerance for red flags, if that makes sense, when I was like earlier on in my 20s. And the later on I've kind of grown, I guess, is like I definitely have a higher tolerance for it. So like, it's not that I don't have patience and I don't want people to think that's what it is. It's just more so of like, I like the direct of conversations nowadays a bit more and if I'm able to just like pick up on red flags I've learned my lessons of being like hey there are certain things that you just can't change and you just have to accept that and move on so I think that is my opening words in terms of just the fact that like it's not that I have less patience towards it or anything like that it's just more so certain red flags way more than others for sure I absolutely agree. I think like as we grow older, like there's a growth that naturally occurs, right? And like your expectations differ and you have different experiences within your friend groups, which we talk about that again, like raises the bar for you. And like, if you think about it, like the whole idea of it's not that I don't have patience, not that I'm not an empathetic person. Like, why do we constantly have to feel the need to justify ourselves? Because I think we naturally are people who are understanding, but it's also like, I think if you can't put an effort at the start, like chances are that effort is only going to maybe decrease. Like there's like a fine balance. Like you don't want to like just do everything right 
from the beginning, but you also don't want to show no effort at all and be nonchalant about things. But it's like maybe your past experiences and past trauma that leads you to maybe not want to get as invested, right? Because it's hard when your heart breaks. Nobody likes to experience that, though it's like a good thing, right? Because like through heartbreak, we learn to love and all those things. But not that I'm encouraging heartbreak. Like, I don't want to experience it. It's no fun, <laughs> but you're right. But it isn't, right? it is like, it is a universal experience. Like at the end of the day, like it's scary how many people go through it or have shared experiences where it's like, it's unique to them. But at the same time, there's that level of understanding where it's yeah. like, oh, I get it. I yeah, I, understand. I agree. I, so. yeah, you're right. But yeah, again, like it's not to say you're not empathetic and, or you're not patient, but I just think that it's like, so often like certain people who tend to be more patient or like who tend to be more understanding or empathetic like get put through the ringer more because we just absolutely you get taken advantage of yeah but it's like I'm not saying that you're a bad person it's just like like maybe you are I don't know but like chances are that the intentions where their heart is like in whatever place but what they're doing is still wrong like absolutely to to you or in your opinion anyways I digress let's get on with this list I'm ready so this is on self 14 red flags in a relationship you definitely shouldn't ignore. No part of this is probably like research-based. Like this looks like one of those articles, right? Like the fun ones where you like score yourself, but there's no scoring, but this was written in October, 2023. So it's like very recent. So it's current, which I love. So the first one is that their dating profile doesn't match who they really are. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, yeah, that's such a red flag. (laughs) Like catfishing? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing that I've noticed, though, with some guys is that, okay, guys are, I mean, this with love and respect at the same time, y'all take terrible pictures. Like, y'all don't know how to take pictures unless someone else takes it of you. Like, I feel like it's just never the same. And I'm literally like, sometimes there are moments where I'm literally like all these different pictures. I'm like, you look different in every single one of these pictures. Which one is you currently? Exactly. (laughs) Have Um, you ever been catfished? Like I in have your on wood, objective thank- opinion. No, I haven't. So like, thank Jesus, I have not. So um, I do feel for people who have been though, because that sounds terrifying in my opinion. Um, I That show, the catfish, catfish? show. Oh my goodness. It's iconic. Yeah. I forgot about it. Oh yeah. Okay. Next. They describe all of their exes as crazy. Oh, I talked about this in our last episode. Yeah, I think that's a red flag. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I just, I feel like people aren't that bad. Like sometimes things don't work out. Like there's no reason for you to like, you know, like I still believe in like following each other, like depending on how it ended. Okay, like it's like context dependent. Like nothing's been that terrifying. Knock on wood. (laughs) Uh, I don't want it to be. But like, I think you could still be cordial and in certain circumstances, you could still be friends and friendly if you are in the same circles. Like, I just don't think it's that bad because we're all adults. Like maybe it would have been bad if you were like 20, 21 and you got cheated on like that, obviously. But I think now that we're like older, like it's a little bit like, like later into our 20s. It's like, okay, like things don't work out because most of the times like people are okay at communicating though we all know about that ghosting story that I told last episode or like I alluded to some people like aren't like some people are like basically pushing 30 and still acting like children and that to me is a red flag like that ties into communication and being able to like be on the same page about communication and different people will have different needs around communication and I think it's always something you can negotiate as well so I definitely think that if you're talking about I saw this post that said my 60 year old aunt was set up with a guy who's 65 
and he still was like, I'm not looking for anything serious. It never ends. <laughs> well, at least he was clear about it. You know what? Facts. We were talking yeah. communication, so hey. Well, it's weird because it'll be like you'll get a good morning text every morning, okay? You'll get little, like, photos about the day. Which, by the way, you didn't even start, okay? Like, I didn't start any of this. Like, you mm-hmm. wanted me first. Clearly, I'm also the hotter one here. And <laughs> me to be on the short end of the stick, like, at least just be like, hey, I'm not feeling this. Or like, hey, there are other people that are Like, that's the least you could do, and I would totally understand that. But own up to your stuff. Like, that is what bothers me. Like, that to me is a red flag when people can't own up to their stuff. And that's not to say people aren't flawed and people aren't working through things. Like, that's fine. But I think that's, like, the most basic human thing to do. To, like, be like, hey, like, my bad. I know it's hard. It's, like, the hardest thing to be on, like, either end of things. But it's the cordial thing. It's the human thing to do. I agree. I agree a thousand, ten, ten percent. Ooh, I have a red flag. That's not on this really quick it could be it could be actually 14 things go ahead let's see if you've skipped ahead um no because one of them okay also granted because i remember seeing this she was just someone who's very direct when she like goes on dates and asks questions and so one of the things was um how do your friends talk about women and so i like that yeah and then the other one was like are your friends racist so because then like obviously that's going to be a reflection of who you are in a way and like also the fact that like hey how do you like how does your friend group actually talk about women and I was like "Mm, that's a good question but would they be honest probably not probably not (laughs) no way like I wouldn't know what to say if somebody asked me like how does your friend group talk about men a like we don't like we don't like our world doesn't revolve around you and b like probably we talk a lot of shit because let's be real yeah I think it was more so along the lines of like yeah, yeah, fair. Like, or mm, I think again, this goes back to the green flags when we talk about how they treat your like si- like sisters, whatever, like girlfriends, blah, blah blah. But like, when it's like a group setting of just guys, it's interesting. I mean, I've been there where it's like I'm the only girl, and it's like a group setting of guys, and like sometimes and they've gotten a lot better. I mean, granted, because I was there to call it out, but like initially, yeah, like the way it's a lot of objectifying, blah 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 blah. Um, it has decreased quite a lot because granted we were teenagers during that time and now it's like way more different and half of them are already cuffed so like I feel like they've been a bit more you know in shape a bit but that's not to say that like they still they still say who knows because when I'm not there I don't know so I literally cannot justify any of them anymore it's really hard (laughs) it's really hard to know if it's just that like the people have actually changed and are more like aware and woke or whatever or if it's just like these conversations are just like being hidden more. Like I started watching Fleabag, okay? It's a show, my friend's obsessed with it. Um, And like in this one episode, like the two sisters go to a retreat and like the women are doing like the silent thing. Like they just have to be silent and process things. But like there's like an adjacent mansion, like retreat of like the men and the men are like yelling at like, like models of women and are like, getting their aggression against women out you know what I mean and then they're like okay but like what would you say in a workplace situation and it's like such a different way of like treating like how the emotions are processed and just like the aggression that exists and I don't know like I don't know if things have like changed I think they have to some extent but then to another extent like it's just like people are not as dumb in terms of like they're more careful in regards to like who they speak to about what 
right? Like I will knowing say that. fully well that you're a girl's girl and you're like a feminist, like they wouldn't say it to you probably. Okay, this might be yeah, this is gonna be like from our first hand opinion. But I have noticed that like the younger guys, like guys when I say younger guys, I mean like guys who are born like two thousand and after. Um it's not as like I don't see toxic masculinity as prevalent in them as like say for example those who are born in their 90s i don't know this is obviously just like an observation i'm noticing like i'm I'm not saying it's not there it definitely is still there i just don't think it's as bad like but again i don't know for sure this is just well, a little plug we do have an episode that we did a couple of months back around toxic masculinity during which time we had a guest as well so if you want to red flag of, yeah deeper more into this which is also a red flag in itself um, check that episode out too. I've like cited two of our episodes. Like this is now a promo episode. Okay. Yes. The next one on the list. Their jealousy leads to controlling or possessive behaviors. Huge red flag. I agree. I think like, okay. So like a little bit of jealousy, I think is like, not jealousy. I don't know if that's the right word, but just like, it's kind of cute. A little bit of like, something, something to be like, okay. To yeah. be like, you know, like when Nick Jonas is like, I still get jealous. That, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's hot a little bit. But like possessive or controlling behavior, like being like, where are you? Who are you with? Like, I can't tolerate that. And I've been really fortunate to be around people who like, because it speaks to trust that you establish as well. I've been fortunate to be with people who like aren't invasive in that way as well. And like the chance, like, you know, I'm also like a sharer. Like I'll be like, okay, this is what my week looks like. Cause I think I like being asked like, oh my gosh, like how does your week look? Like, oh, what did you get up to today? I think it's like so cute to like debrief. Like I love daily debriefs, as you know. We debrief yeah. all the time. We chat, chat before our episode. So it's like recording two episodes, but the first part is just us debriefing. But I think like a little bit of it is like cool. But then if it like comes across as like genuine insecurity or like controlling behavior, I can't. I will not be tamed. Okay. I don't need you. I agree. And I think so. I agree with everything you're saying 100%. And then the other part I was going to say that was like, I know there are certain couples though where both of them are like that towards each other and in that situation i stay out of their business and i'm like you know what whatever makes you happy <laughs> whatever like floats your boat sure so if it's like a two-way thing of both of them being like oh like i'm sorry but there sometimes there are certain situations where i was like you'll see that like if you're constantly checking up every five minutes or like every 10 minutes like with each other like in terms of like and y'all have been in a relationship for like two plus years it's kind of like okay where is the trust here like you're literally just out with the guys you're literally just out with the girls um but granted like those people know what they're doing and they're at that point but i think in terms of what this specific red flag obviously is what you're saying is like it gets to a point where it's limiting your day-to-day activities it's limiting the way that you your like happiness and the way that you go about like the things that you normally do um that doesn't sound healthy to me personally and i feel like that's a lack of trust trust and security yeah. in that relationship not only just in yourself but yeah in the person and in the relationship so that's true and i think like the right ones wouldn't wrong you like facts facts oh my god you know, like, facts. It's, like it's the whole thing of like if it's meant to be it'll be like when it's meant to be it'll be like like you know the timing the divine timing of things and like the universe kind of having a plan but it's like i just genuinely don't think that if it is someone that you're meant to be with like that's something that they would tolerate doing to you almost right so yeah trust us a lot of things you can't spell without us that's true you know that song by justin bieber i don't but i mean as long as you love me oh i do know that song 
<laughs> why am I citing so many songs? Okay, I'm gonna skip through a few of these because it's like a no-brainer. Like, you know, you're constantly fighting. You're rude to people in the service industry. We chatted about that mm. in the last episode. You rush too quickly into a relationship. Um, here's like a one that I've actually experienced. They don't truly listen to you. Yes, that is a red flag. Can't say I have experienced it in a relationship per se, but I have experienced it in general, whether it be like just dates or friendships. So yeah, like that's a huge, cause then you're just, but also here's the other thing about men. Have you noticed that men just love to talk too? Like they oh just love to talk about themselves. Why do girls get the the reputation of being like little chatty Cathy's? Why is it chatty Cathy's not and not true. chatty Cole? Because <laughs> You know, you're right. <laughs> I literally have noticed those like experience situations where I'm literally like, oh, you haven't asked a single question about me. But okay, I'm gonna let you talk anyways, because I'm like, I've already clocked out. Like I'm you know, you know what I've started to do? Like even like in friendships, like if somebody's just like it could like I could have a master's in the thing, but like people will literally go on and be like, Well, actually, I read an article or actually, and I'm just like, okay, like why don't you keep going? I love nothing more than them like keep going and then me being like, actually I have a master's in that. So Thanks so much for sharing. Let me just debunk everything you just said right now for a second. I just, you know what it is? Like, I just think that you just have to let the insecure people kind of talk and be like, okay, like, you know? And then also like the part of not listening is also like interrupting. And I find like men do that quite a bit. Like I have experienced this where I was interrupted on multiple occasions. And I literally like took a moment. I was like, actually, I didn't appreciate that you interrupted me. And this is like very early on, but like I said my piece and I also got by this person. But I just want to say, like, they were, like, a terrible... They weren't the best person, I would say. Like, not terrible. I don't really know them that well, obviously. But the idea of, like, interrupting and not listening. Like, there was just, like, a certain genuineness that was missing. Like, kind of, like, sometimes I even have friends who, like, listen for the sake of listening. Or, like, you know when you pose a question to a group of, like, four people and then they go around and they answer and then nobody even asks you, how about you? The amount of times that happens to me on a daily basis... And I don't know if it's like a medicine thing, but like people are so like unaware and self-obsessed. And I'm not saying I'm not self-obsessed. Like I am fully aware of the fact that I can be like full of myself at times, but I would never in my life, like if you pose a question to me, like not be like, oh, how about you? Like, how do you feel about this? Because the conversation is a two-way street. Like people look for opportunities to talk. Yeah. Like start a podcast, you know, <laughs> if you really want the opportunity to talk and get it out in that way, we're doing it. I was going to say, so, okay, so this red flag of interrupting, um, I potentially definitely did have that. So this is something where I'm calling myself out. Yeah. Um, granted, like, yeah, like being part of my therapist, everything that came out though was like, for me being the oldest brown girl daughter, I definitely needed to voice my opinion a lot more. So when I felt unheard, that was my way of just like interrupting, right? So unfortunately that did trickle down into like friendships and things like that. So um, I have become way more aware of it and like I will call myself on it sometimes when I'm like I'm like I'm so sorry I just completely interrupted your thought and like or your train of like everything that you're conversing so I will take a step back but um that is something I'm personally working on because I'm aware where it stems from like I 100% understand what the root cause is so um she's working on it she's working on that one that is a red flag that I'm calling myself out on for <laughs> yeah I think now that let's pivot and talk a little bit about like our own red flags because I think it's important to be insightful I feel like I would like to think that I'm perfect but that's not true and my red flag is like not giving people enough of a chance and so then that could be naggy like I feel like it's a lack of patience truly 
<laughs> I think these are just personality traits, actually. Not even like, I don't know, like they could progress to red flags, but I do tend to think that I'm a, like, I think I'm a self-aware enough person. But I think it probably has to be like a lack of like patience for people. It's like, I'll just do it myself. It's like, I practically needed to plan my own birthday surprise. <laughs> like, I just like, it's, and I don't know if it's just like not like no trust in people, which stems from like past. Like I trust people. I think it's like you having to release control yourself and like that is something yeah i think you're working on yeah like i like to just like yeah be in the know i think maybe like i i feel like sometimes i can also come across as like i don't think snobby is the right word but like especially in the context with men like giving people the impression that they're not good enough which chances are that they probably aren't (laughs) love you that's a joke I'm sorry it's not that you're not good enough it's just like I just have really high standards even for myself like if I'm invested like I'm invested you know like I really give it my all so I'm like very careful when it comes to that stuff and like you know you've had past experiences we talked about heartbreak like that like we've experienced those things so nobody wants to be put in that vulnerable position I've been like really fortunate and like attracting good energy and I think that comes from like the energy you put out into the universe like very fortunate in that way but it's still like like it can come across as like ew no as if but like that's not my intention it's just like I'm a little bit more careful on like the cautious side when it comes to this stuff and and then it also comes from a place of just like being so content with myself that it's like every time a boy has been added to my life like it's caused me to stress okay like every time I'm calling my friends complaining every time it's like my friends doing nice things for me to like make up for For whatever experience for the disrespect so it's just kind of like yeah I don't know like it's just just being happy like I don't need you no I get it um speaking of though the fact that you like pivoted to this I do have a story of I don't think personally that this is a red flag but there are certain people out there who listen to this podcast (laughs) If, if if they hear it so they do think that this is a red flag I mean we had like an honest open conversation about this which is fine and then they posed it to the group chat with the guys too which is whatever it is what it is but I also spoke about it with the girlies and I spoke it up spoke it with like my older cousin and it's interesting to see how women see this so differently than the way that men do so I'm here here's what it is so basically long story short I'm a girl who keeps all birthday cards all Christmas cards um any cards that have like handwritten, like even my my priest, like my priest written me like a birthday card. Like I have that. Like I've kept all those cards. Genuinely, I've kept it. Yeah, same. This includes also birthday cards or Christmas cards from my ex, for example. And I have them. So I pose. So I think when I brought it up with one of my guy friends, they were like, if I was talking to a girl and she kept birthday cards from her ex, that's a red flag. I why? Was like, why? Exactly. Not me acting like I've never heard the story before. (laughs) That's my favorite part. Acting shocked. Every time my friend tells me a story, even though I've heard it before, I'll be like, oh my God, what? Thank you for that. But no, for real, why? And to continue the story, when they posed, like what I said, apparently like anonymously, granted now whoever listens to knows that this is my this was me. Um, so they posed this question in the guys group chat and a couple of the guys popped off being like, yo, major red flag, blah, 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 blah. And then some of them said, 
yo, she's allowed to keep the clothing, the jewelry, whatever, but never a written card, red flag. And I'm like, huh? Make it make sense. Like, I don't understand. And then when I talked about it, like, obviously with my cousin's stuff, they were literally like, wait, that like actually makes no sense. Like, what about your journals and stuff? Like, you know, we all have our therapy journals, whatever you write in. Are you telling that you have to throw that out? Like, that's all written stuff. Like, it doesn't make sense. So I don't know. Apparently, it's a red flag if you keep birthday cards or Christmas cards. Um, I'm not looking at it like it is there in a box kept away. And that's it. You know what I mean? It's so, just like you collect things you know like you're a collector i just it's specifically just like yeah like cards like i collect cards i don't know what to say about it and I think my fam- like my whole family does like that's the thing like it started as a kid like my, my mom has all the cards that i've written to her since i was like in grade three like all the handmade Ew. pop-up cards like it's so cute to look back at you know i agree you know what i don't know if it's like a cultural thing because like my mom kept okay so like i can read and write hindi like fun fact about me Oh, but it's that. like it's gotten really terrible over the years like there's like accents and stuff and I like always get them wrong but I like write them for my mom and then like I, I used to like or if I got really angry as a child I don't know what prompted me to use a different language and I would give them to my mom and my mom kept them all and it's like That's really so funny. funny it's funny reading back because it's like when you try to pronounce things and I like when I read it I have to enunciate like you know when you're like it when you're learning a language and like we read them back and it's like always so funny and I I totally get that I think it's like part of like how we grew up and like cherishing those memories and things and I think like being immigrants to this country like we couldn't bring everything like all those memories couldn't have been brought back like my parents didn't also have a camera growing up for example so like there's very few photos of me as a baby which are like in albums like physical albums in back back home so I think that maybe also like enables us to want to hold on to things that we maybe weren't able to bring when we did migrate and that's just like another theory but I don't see it as a red flag like I just but would you be okay with your partner cherishing and having those things so the that question was posed back to me obviously um so when he asked me like would I be okay with it so I literally was like yeah I would be okay with it because of the fact that I'd hope that we're secure in our relationship like that's like I think it comes down to security and like your relationship and the fact that it's like it doesn't bother either of us like I don't know like what like but if it did bother them like I would have to talk about it and be like this isn't what you think it is it's kind of selfish in a way if you think about it like it's for me to have when I'm like older it's like a little time capsule like that's all it is okay however like do you think that like men and women just like see the sentiment behind things differently like do you think most guys would hold on to things like that Absolutely not. Like when I asked exactly, him, like yeah. when I asked him, he was like, he was like, oh, I threw everything out. Like he literally was like, everything from my ex is like thrown out. And I was like, okay, wow, fair. But like I also know other friends who are like, nah, like I didn't throw everything out. Like there are certain things, but it's like it's just more so like that was a part of my life. So there are certain guys where it's like their immediate reaction is to throw everything out. There's certain guys where it's not, and like those are two different people. And like I feel like maybe that's the same thing with also women, right? There are women who throw completely everything out, and then then those who are like certain things that you do keep. Like, you're not going to keep, like, actually, I don't know. <laughs> like, there are certain things that you're not going to keep. Um, like, it would be weird if you're in a new relationship and you have, like, pictures of your ex, like, laying around. Like, that's weird. Like, yeah. you don't do that. Um, so, I don't know. Like, I feel like, personally, I don't think this is a red flag. But, again, I think there are, like, you're right. Maybe it is certain things that, like, women and men kind of have like differences in terms of like what's considered sentimental because like for them they were like yeah like jewelry is not sentimental like they were like keep jewelry clothing like clothing to me for some reason is more sentimental 
than a card but i mean hey like i don't know like what do it's i know like, they, like yeah because like literally the guys were okay with clothing but not a card and i was like huh that's but, true wow that's okay. so interesting to me apparently that is my red flag y'all so we'll we'll find yeah, out stay we tuned know. <laughs> um okay here's another one that i think is important they don't have other friend groups or support systems i think like i don't know if like red flag is the right term because like that's like not everybody has that but it's almost like when a codependence forms mm. especially very early on in the relationship that's a fear of mine like a codependence where you're like dependent on this Super. person for Everything. like providing emotional support for providing comfort for providing like food i don't know like i don't know why i said food. like you're not a baby like feed yourself <laughs> But, like, the idea being that, like, a form of dependence can form and, like, that then enables, that then means that you're both more vulnerable with each other, which that means that you're more, like, you're more, like, open and you're more in a position where you can get hurt, right? Because, like, only the ones closest to you, I think, can truly hurt you in, like, a way that sticks with you. I agree. Um, Granted, like, the one thing I will say, like, obviously being in a relationship like the whole point is to be vulnerable and I like I would hope that that's the case but I think when it comes to like yeah like the ideal is that yeah this is your best friend you're super vulnerable with them but the idea that they don't have any other friends or anyone else that they confide in the reason why that scares me is because like the lack of perspective like this can be seen in like anything, whether it be like world issues, whether it be values, whether it be even like things coming up in your own relationship, right? Like sometimes if you don't have perspective from those around you, like that impacts your relationship as well. Like that impacts how you go about your day to day, that impacts how open-minded you are versus how close-minded you are. So I think it more so is like, it's like you said, it's like, it's not that like some people just aren't fortunate enough to have that many like people around them. Um, I, I definitely can acknowledge that, but it's also like you can still seek like, you know, a more diverse friend group or um, whether that be like even just family members, cousins, like some way, shape or form, like having that extra like and it has to be an appropriate confidant, right? Like if your best friend is like a degenerate, like no offense, but like that's not it either, right? Like so I don't know. I think when you're the older you get, you kind of realize that we've talked about it. We've talked about letting go of friends. We've talked about, you know, how that's also something that you have to evolve and grow with and like values change, viewpoints change. Um, and, you know, we we're living in like a very different era where you truly can see where people stand in terms of political values, in terms of like just regular humanity and empathy. So um, when it comes down to even those things, like I think I told you this. Did I tell you this? Like how like, on the apps like sometimes like my straight up my my first question is literally like okay so what do you think about the current crisis that's going on like i'm like that will tell me my other brown friends (laughs) i say that all the time my friend was like i told you about this and i was like what are you talking about but i'm the one with the short-term memory loss and i'm like must be your other girlfriends wait i told you this i didn't tell you this no must be your other brown (laughs) friend Must be your other podcast other... co-host. God, shut up. <laughs> but I think that, like, honestly, like, I was like, I was like, why not? Like, why not just ask this question? Like, I get it. Like, I know some people are like, oh, yeah, you can't bring these questions up. Like, it's too soon. It's too quick. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but then a part of me is also kind of like, ah, eh, like, what do I have to lose? I have nothing to lose. Like, this will tell me a lot about you, actually. Mm-hmm. So 
I mean, yeah, that's something I feel like. I wouldn't yeah. say we're gonna give not having friends a complete red flag. Maybe we'll weigh it depending on you know what their what what was their upbringing, what were their circumstances, why do they not have a community of people? Maybe maybe we would give them a little bit more of a leeway, you know. I agree, but that's something that you should maybe like have partly figured out. But like the thing is, like maybe somebody out there who is willing to form a similar codependence might work for you. Facts. That just Facts. won't be me personally. Facts. You know, like, I just, I don't know, like, it's just like such a fine balance. I think like, we're not saying it's one way or the other. I think there's a balance between like, like being best friends, but even then, right? Like you can be frustrated with a best friend. You could get into an argument or a fight. And it's so important to kind of have those support systems outside. So when you come together, it's beautiful. Like in an ideal world, there's me and my ecosystem. This is my circle. I'm drawing a circle with my hands to anybody who is obviously not able to see because this is like an audio experience. And then this is like their circle, like their friends and their family, like everything that they've cherished. And so you can exist in these spaces, right? And like, as you get to know each other, as you get closer, these spaces start to intersect and that's okay, right? Like that's natural. That's meant to happen. Like I want to get along with my partner's family. In fact, I want to be besties with, you know, the parents. I could talk crap (laughs) and I would want them to be besties with my parents so they can talk crap about how I ate washing the dishes. Like I'm totally for that. That's so cute. What the heck? (laughs) Our ecosystems collide and like when they not collide, but like they come together and when they do, it's beautiful because we're able to exist independently in those ecosystems, but then also bring them together and form a meaningful, trusting, loving relationship. And I just think it's so hard. And it's like, there's also so much going on. And it's like, how do you do this? Like you also have to be around people or with someone who like is on the same page about wanting this and like believes similar things as you and like doesn't give you the ick. Mm-hmm. You know? For real. I don't know. I think um overall I'd say like major red flag is like Ooh, actually, okay, so this is a personal red flag for me. I would put this like, okay, so you know me, like I definitely am a bit more spiritual, like I do believe in God. Mm -hmm. So I realized like that is definitely one of my values or core values is like a red flag is like if you don't believe in God. I know that's like, that one's extremely personal, I think for me. I have a question. Yeah. Is it that like they have to believe in it or is it that like they support you believing in it because I think like you don't have to believe in the same things but are you like respectful and supportive of your partner's customs and like you do the things with them like whether or not you believe it or not you still do it because you love this person so I think okay so that sounds ideal for sure for a lot of people for me personally like I in order or at least like at the point where I'm at in life like I would need them to also have a relationship with God it's not so like yeah of course because like for me then that's like an automatic like yeah if you have one then you'll obviously respect me and like what my relationship is as well so i think in that state like from that point of view for me like it can work obviously for a lot of people and it does work for a lot of couples but for me personally like i just know that like that's something for me where it is actually like up there up there um wow yeah i know that yeah that i did not know yeah (laughs) (laughs) because i don't think i actually talk about it like that if i'm being honest but I yeah. just did right now. So, hey, that's a little bit of something for me. So, yeah, I definitely do value that. So, that is I love that. A red mm-hmm. flag, I think that's personal to me, is, like, not trying. Like, a green and- flag is effort, which, like, the opposite of that. 
is not trying and like in different aspects of your life and like that like not having an ambition or something you want to work towards and I think people can like perfectly go through life and just do what they've found they like to do and do it but I think for me like that passion of like continuous growth and improvement at this point is important it might not be when I'm like 45 50 and I just want to like chill out but I want to open my cafe when I'm everybody like okay that's a different conversation my dream cafe that I want to open but the point right now is that somebody who's like working towards thing and isn't wanting to just like settle in different aspects of their lives right and I think that to me is just like an attractive quality a and I think trying that that trying can also translate into like like your own life but then also in like the relationship like wanting to continuously experience new things and trying things because it would suck because it's always fun at first right and then it's like it kind of gets really kind of boring, you know? Like a red flag for me would be like not trying and just accepting that and like getting boring. Yeah, not caring. Yeah, that's a big one. Fun. And then also like how you take care of yourself to me. And I don't know if this is just something I'm attracted to. Like I like elements of like trying in what I wear. Like today, like I'm wearing a basic outfit, but I have a bow in my hair and I have my curly hair in like a half up, half down. And I think that's like you look at that and you're like wow like I have a little like beret that I sometimes wear like I just feel like I like having fun and trying in all different elements and you might not be like think, a like, fashion I don't think girl that's superficial yeah like I don't think that's superficial yeah, at all like that's you taking care of your body is a good sign like you take care of your fitness like whatever it is it's like as long as you're putting effort into it and you're like and be supportive of mine yeah, exactly. exactly I'll never forget like I always like dress nice and cute and like I did because like I really like believe in like you know dressing up like I am like very low effort in that regard and then I was like okay but then it's like I feel like that led to like a lack of like understanding or respect of like oh like you obviously like like to and I really like appreciate that like you don't have to like be into fashion and like wear a bow in your hair to like get it but you can still look at that and be like wow like that's cool I'm like really important exactly (laughs) yeah I'd say, okay, oh my God, another one that I just thought of right now is like a red flag is hopefully right off the bat is like if your siblings don't like the person. Um, and that is granted if you have a good relationship with your siblings, they they're, they should be able to know you pretty well enough. Um, so if you don't get like the green light from my siblings, my siblings, lol, my sibling, I have one sibling. <laughs> I think that is a red flag. Sibling and friends, I think, obviously, obviously, like, go a little bit hand in hand. But sibling, for sure, I think matters. Yeah, I think my friends would be more perceptive than my brother. I think he's a little bit. Fair. It's also, I feel like if I had a sister, maybe I'd value their opinion more. But, like, the idea of, like, would they get along with... Yeah, like, I think, like, like the girls would never, would never allow for, you know problematic behaviors. But also, like, you know, like, you know you're in trouble when you don't tell the girls the full story. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, you like, you tell yeah. them everything and then all of a sudden you start to like share less and then I feel like the spidey senses and like the close ones know, right? Like I have given all my friends the past and you included her and where it's like, if I'm acting shady, call me out because like sometimes you like have the love on rose and like for some reason you're letting the letting you let shit slide oh my gosh like my cousin visited me and then i told her like something like one of the things i was like okay so like i walked this one kind of his car and then he didn't offer to drive back or maybe he did but then he like kept driving like he turned the corner and my granted my house it was like a two-minute walk and my house was like literally across the street but i was waiting for the light to turn and he just said bye and then drove off and my cousin was like excuse me like he should have at least waited until you crossed the street or like 
got into your house like how she was like what happened to your standards like because she knows me well right and we hadn't caught up in a while and she was like what was what is wrong with you she was like I would have never spoken to him and I was like I know and then he's the one who knows to me and I just am humiliated by that experience and like the thing is this type of stuff happens and I'm like I hate all men and like they deserve the worst a little bit I know and like the one thing if we can like spin it to like the words of encouragement is like those moments where you do catch yourself being like shady I guess in the in the terms it's like catch yourself with it like you know like ask yourself why like you know yeah like it's one of those things where it's like okay so clearly like you yourself you know right there's something off about this by the lack of information that you start sharing so it's like a moment of reflection to kind of stop and be like hey is this something really worth it do I check it out like you know like granted like there are people who are like yeah you don't need to share everything about your relationship I agree sure but there are certain things where it's like okay if you're inner you is saying that like something's off like there is listen to that like listen to that like that is exactly like what your cousin said right like it's like you know why did you lower your standards like why it's just tiny like that (laughs) it's okay it's not to be embarrassed about it's just one of those things like we all go through it like have gone through it keep going through it so I agree and I just want to like as we wrap this up the last point I want to make is the fact that not all people are bad people like not all men are terrible and like we've talked about this last time too I know it comes across as like in our hater era but like we're you know we're talking about red flags we're talking about those poor experiences and maybe we'll have an episode down the line that talks about positive oh my god I can't believe I'm about to say this positive experiences around men we're not out here berating but like if you wanted to take something away to all the men listening like try harder yeah and like rest (laughs) (laughs) um oh my god but there was this one thing where it was like someone tweeted saying like oh 2023 is the only era where oh my god that you can't like something about like you have to spend so much on like broke girls and then i remember responding and i remember responding me like them like the only reason you're spending so much on broke girls is because you can't afford the ones who aren't broke like let's let's get something straight here (laughs) that's spicy you know so let's let's get something straight here but anyways long story short like it's more so just being self-aware of yourself like don't lower your standards like you know keep an eye out for those red flags let the red flags weightings are gonna change the older you get like you know some red flags are gonna be a little maybe a little bit shade of a lighter pink rather than a you know deep red and that's okay as well that's really good that's a really good way of framing it and like be open to growth like exactly grow as people like we're not perfect we mentioned ours right like yeah I think that it's okay to have things that you're still working on for me being like that sense of control and it's and I'm okay stubborn, but I've worked on I'm working on the stubbornness as well like and there like, are some things so be willing to talk about it right because like the other yes. person might not know right like when you're just getting to know someone and you see something and you're like okay that's a little bit questionable but it's like okay like is this something can you be open enough to be like okay this is like obviously something I'm working on like I'm sorry it led to a little bit of conflict and like are you somebody who's also willing to work through this because like nobody's perfect yeah and I think this is just our reminder of like know your worth remember your worth like you know regardless of whether it be relationships red flags and jobs like this is something that you can carry with you like in every aspect of your life so um keep that in mind yeah just keep that in mind um so with that we're gonna say keep sipping that chai 
give us a follow again share this episode with anyone who needs that reminder because i think we're in that season where we all just need a little bit of reminder and hope so keep sipping that chai i think i said that already i don't know why i said that twice but we're just gonna pretend like i didn't all what i meant to say was follow us on chai in our 20s on insta and um we will see you guys next time bye